Greetings, fellow Leaf and Toronto Raptor fans. Now, how are you all doing? I know I was very, very angry Friday. I didn't see the third because I had somewhere to go for dinner. But I did see the first two periods, and yeah, I was frustrated and angry. And I'll tell you why. But first, I, I hope you're all doing well. So let's get straight to it. I'm going to talk about the Leafs' upcoming week schedule and what they should do, especially the first two games of the week, which is Tuesday and Wednesday. Now, getting back to Friday's game, which will... foretell how they should what they should do is back to back coming up against Philadelphia on Tuesday and Colorado on Wednesday now here's a bit of a dilemma the Leafs should have won Friday they should have got four points on this back to back but only managed two and Buffalo managed three out of the five right possible points between the two games so, 3-2 to two in that point department for Buffalo. Friday Anderson was great. Saturday, Michael Anderson was good in the first period. And all of a sudden, one goal, he just flustered. Maybe I agree with some people here that it seems like when Michael Anderson is in the goal, he unravels. And I'm starting to see that. So now with this week coming up, they got a pretty hard week. As I said, they play Philadelphia on Tuesday. That's in Philadelphia, home of the Flyers. And they play Colorado on Wednesday night in Toronto. And now Colorado has one of their best, better players returning in Nico Rannon, who's going to help. Help that dominant line with uh, McKinnon. But it's not the full dominant line with McKinnon, Gabriel Leviskov, and Miko Ren. But it just makes it more lethal. And we already know Nathan McKinnon, let's be honest, let's be fair, if any line, he's lethal. He's that dangerous. Now, with Philadelphia, the Leafs are battling with them, right? In the playoff spot. Yes, they are in different divisions, but you also got to look at it this way. They might be battling for a wild card spot down the road. So, Philadelphia, to me, is 100% a must win game. Now, the question is do you print Michael Hutchison or Freddie Anderson against Philadelphia? Because with Colorado in town and their lethal offense, you want your best goalie too, right? But you don't want to overplay um, Fred Anderson. So I was thinking, a couple days, I was thinking, maybe let Fred Anderson play Tuesday and take a chance of being the Philadelphia Flyers because they're a more important game 
to win than against Colorado, all because of playoff implications in the future. Because, like I said before, Philadelphia and Toronto might be battling for a playoff spot in the wild card standings, which is only two spots in the NHL. Let's remember the top three in each division gets a playoff spot. Well, teams in the rest of the conferences battle for two wild card spots, and that's what Toronto and Philadelphia could possibly be battling for in April. So, yeah, Freddy Anderson, I think, has to go Tuesday. Now, that might be a loss against Colorado next night because I don't have any faith in Michael Hutchison, especially against that lethal offense of Colorado. And I don't think any Leaf fans have faith in Michael Hutchison. And I don't know what the Leafs could do better, do about it because they are cash strapped for for any for anything, right? They are right up against the cap. They don't have money to go out and get a backup. And I don't know what they're gonna do. They might have to ride it out of Hutchison to move to the deadline where they could talk to some teams who want to eat some salary, right? If they're willing to trade a backup and want to eat some salary, salary. Hopefully, they might they might have to do it earlier. I don't know. That might be the only way they could get a, a good enough backup. Now, after those two games, they play against the Stanley Cup champions, St. Louis Blues, on Saturday night next week. Let's all remember, they lost to the St. Louis Blues earlier this season. I thought they played very well, well enough to win, but the St. Louis Blues are champions for a reason, right? Great goaltending, great defense, and they get clutch scoring. This will be a hard follow game because St. Louis could use their physical presence to dominate the Leafs. But the way the Leafs are playing, with their new strategy, is more puck possession instead of dumping in all the time. And going with a five-man unit up the ice. But this is how Shadow Keith plays. And they're using their defense more active so they can keep the puck more in the offensive zone, right? Because if you notice, when Babcock was the coach, they didn't stay in the offensive zone for very long. And it's not a good thing. But that skill, you should be in the offensive skill for a longer time. Now with the defense being more active on the offense, they're keeping the puck in more in the offensive zone. Because the Leafs, just to be honest, don't really have a good forecheck. There's some guys who can forecheck very well, like Zach Hyman, who's all hard work. All hard work. And some, they have some big guys, like Matthews is a big guy. Tavares, well, Tavares could battle well. Matthews should use his size on his forecheck. He could muscle people out when he's down over the, behind the net or on the boards on the side, you know. Just, he could use that. Nylander, William Nylander, he's not a big guy, but he could just put more effort in the offensive zone at times. Because he's having a good year, but he could be a little lazy in the offensive zone. Defense, oh, you're not going to get anything from him. But I feel like this guy could be a 60, 70 point 
So he's saying, and he's on pace for that. He's having a good year. All of a sudden, that contract doesn't look so bad now, does it? Six point nine million for six years. Six years, I believe, right? Sixty to seventy point uh, pace doesn't look so bad. So how the people who don't like the contract? Well, he's proving you wrong this season. Now, in the future, it might be bad because the Leafs might have to trade somebody like Nylander. Maybe. But not right now. I think they're hoping the cap goes up. So if they put an effort against St. Louis, they could beat them. I, I think they could beat St. Louis Blues. Now, I wonder what you guys think. Maybe just comment, not comment below, but like message or something and, and say what you think and how the Leafs should um, do this week. I'm thinking four out of six points is good. Beat Philadelphia and beat St. Louis. But obviously we want six points, right? The Leafs want six points. So in, in the end, this would be a tough, tough week for the Leafs. All the teams are facing are doing very good this season. This is a test. This is a test. They're not playing bad teams this upcoming week. Let's see how they do. Go Leafs, go. Now from the second part of my podcast, I'm going to talk about the Toronto Raptors. Now, they beat Orlando on Friday night. I didn't get to see the game, as I said in my first part, talking about the Toronto Maple Leafs, that I was away out for dinner. Now, that was apparently a very defensive game, right? 90 to 83. Not much scoring. But the Raptors have elite defense and they won that game. Which is good because they're top, one of the top teams in the Eastern Conference still. And now, like the Leafs, they have a tough schedule coming up this week. All facing good teams. And very good teams. Not like middle of the pack teams, but very good teams. You got the Miami Heat on Tuesday. And you got the Houston Rockets on Thursday. Then next Sunday, you got, once again, the Philadelphia 76ers. Yep, a tough schedule, right? Heat are top five in the East, top six in the East. Houston having a good season, especially James Harden. And I'll tell you why in a bit. Fancy owners are loving James Harden right now. <laughs> he had 60 points last night in a win where they scored 158 points. <laughs> so he scored 158. Yeah, so he scored about, I don't know, 60, 158. This is tons of points, almost. The rest of the team almost scored a hundred. The rest of the team scored ninety-eight combined, and he scored sixty. 
So yeah, and <laughs> he's having another career year in terms of points. Now with the Raptors, Tuesday they're facing the Heat with Jimmy Butler. Remember him? He was on that team in Philadelphia that lost on the last second shot by Clyde Leonard that advanced the Toronto Raptors to the Eastern Conference Finals. Now he's on the Heat, leading the Heat. They're having, they have a good team this year. Jimmy Butler, with the Raptors' defense, let's hope they could keep this thing they have of stopping very good players from having good games. They've been doing that all season long. Well, most of the time, right? Just look at the look at the tracks record of the season of them stopping superstars like Damian Leonard, Kyle Leonard, LeBron James. Joel Embiid. And hopefully they do that with Jimmy Butler. And hopefully the next night, there's two of them they gotta try to stop. Two superstars on one team they gotta stop. And they both play for the Houston Rockets. Russell Westbrook and James Harden's averaging close to I don't know, 40 points a game almost? Like maybe 38, 39 points a game? Yeah. He's, I'm not kidding you. He's averaging that much. He's having another career year. And that's with Westbrook on a team who people think hogs the ball, likes to shoot it, which he does. And that Westbrook and Harden can't play together. Honestly? I don't think they can either in the playoffs, when the playoffs come. But let's be frank, Golden State is tanking. And they have to worry about the Lakers and the Clippers, Utah, Denver, maybe even Dallas a bit. A lot of good teams in the West. So what the Raptors have to do against Houston, who do you stop? Who do you stop? Westbrook or Harden? That's the question. I mean, I think Harden could get, get his points anyway. Let's remember, he gets a line frequently. He's good against the foul line. Westbrook, maybe make him a shooter. Because he's not consistently good at shooting. I think you try to make Westbrook a shooter and you try to stop Harden and especially be careful about guarding Harden and don't foul him. Try not to foul him. Just remember the Raptors have a good defense but the way to take away the team out of their defense is by drawing fouls and Harden arguably the best in the NBA at drawing fouls. Now, this is not a back-to-back. -back. The Heat are on Tuesday and the Rockets are on Thursday. Tough two games, but it's not over yet. Next Sunday, they get to play the Philadelphia 76ers 
once again. And don't expect Joel Embiid to be scoreless. That's very rare in this day and age for a superstar to be scoreless in a full game. Let's remember, the Raptors did beat the Sixers on Monday night by three points. Good defense, especially Marcus Saul and Joel Embiid. Let's give credit where it's due. Marcus Saul has always been good on, on Joel Embiid. He's made it tough for him. Now, Philadelphia, you're battling for them in the in the same division. But people will say it doesn't matter if you finish the division as long as you make the playoffs. I disagree. If you have a if the Raptors have the best record and win the division, you get to face the eighth team, right? An eighth team in the NBA is usually losing five or getting strapped. So I want the Raptors to win the division and get first seed in the NBA. So they can have a easy playoff first round. Like they did last year. Even though they weren't first seed. Milwaukee was, but the Raptors were second. So and this is let's be honest, this division that they're in, besides the New York Knicks, it's gonna be a lot tougher. With Brooklyn, Philadelphia, and Boston all in the same division. You want to get a top seed in that division and get a top seed in the Eastern Conference to face an easier team in the first round, whether 7th or 8th seed. Makes it an easier path to the second round, where it gets tougher in the playoffs. Well, I'm not saying any of these games are guaranteed because I can see them going 2-1, Three and all, right? Possible three and all. Well, so we could see them lose these next three games and go one and two, or three, whatever. If I was betting on these games, I would be very careful because these are not hard. These are hard games to bet on. So, in closing, I hope the Raptors go three and all. Shut down Butler, shut down Harden, and shut down Westbrook, and then shut down Joel Embiid, and shut down Ben Simmons. Make him try to shoot the ball. If he, he's scared to shoot. So 3-0. That's what I wanted to see. But I'll take 2-1. That's still very good. And in closing, we the North. Have a good day. Good afternoon. Good evening. And a good night. Enjoy.